Recording. Welcome back to another episode of Afternoons with June. As always, it is not the afternoon. I'm really questioning this title. It is 10.30 p.m. in the middle of the RV that I am now sleeping in, and it is one degree outside, and I've turned off the heater because it is loud. So, as I slowly freeze to death, we're going to quickly try to record this. A lot of things have happened, uh, least of which is uh, it's a new year. It's 2022. So, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, all that good stuff. To slowly ease our way back into the swing of things, I was thinking I'm just going to start with small talk because I feel like that's very representative of this season anyways. Uh, January, February of any new year, you're going to run into people, maybe, uh, that you haven't met in a while. And generally, you're going to start with a lot of small talk and it usually goes very similarly to other conversations with other people, right? It's not a bad thing per se, it's just the nature of things. Especially if it's the holidays, then there's some sort of like, yeah, what did you do for the holidays? So on and so forth. I'm too lazy to come up with my own questions, so I googled it, something along the lines of small talk holidays, and I found an interesting list that is somewhat similar to what I had in my head, um, but it's interesting in its own right. It's a website called childhood101.com, uh-huh, which is already interesting in itself, and the title of the page or the article is 24 Family Conversation Starters for New Year's Eve. Contextually, a little bit different from what I was I had in my head, but still interesting nonetheless. So I guess these are for people, for family members that don't really know what to talk about on New Year's Eve. But I also find some of the questions interesting, so let's go through them. First conversation starter is name one new thing you tried this year. I had a very difficult time coming up with an answer for this, but then I realized this whole year has been entirely new for me because this is the year that I pivoted careers. So the new thing I tried was working at a university, and I'm still working at the university, thankfully, and it's been a journey. It's been fun. Pick three words to describe this past year. Well, shitty would be an understatement. <laughs> um, a lot of A lot of crap has happened this year, I think. Beginning with the transition to this job, actually, and not because of the job, but because the day before I started my job, my apartment uh, got fought on fire, obviously, I think I've mentioned this, and my unit was semi-flooded, not really, but enough to, like, tear out half of my floor in my living room, which is, like, half of my living space. So, yeah, uh, since then, I moved into a nicer apartment, where I was living below, very noisy, young, um... Teen, I don't know what to call them, young adults. I don't know, two, two, two motherfuck. That's probably the best way to put it. The building itself was terrible too. The HVAC in there was insanely horrendous. But beautiful views, a lot of space. It was a two-bed apartment. Um, but yeah, it, it was just, it was too stressful to come home to a base just pounding through the walls. And I don't know, it just, it, it really drained me. So that's word one. Word number two, I guess it it is exciting, right, to switch careers. Now, I have no jobs lined up uh, this year, I think, so far in regards to video. Might still pick up some gigs here and there because I am picking up a new camera, um, as I always do. And then maybe I'll find myself back into the videography space again, as I always tend to do. Hopefully not. But yeah, so 
it's been exciting. Uh, the transition to working with students now and faculty and just general staff in the higher education setting has been both uh, intriguing and challenging in its own ways. But yeah, just, I don't know. I guess that part is exciting. The last word to describe this past year, I don't know. You know, something about it has been lonely, I think. A uh, girlfriend left to Korea in September or end of September. The last three months of it um, definitely felt a little bit isolated. I think it was isolating enough actually to move to Abbotsford away from the bulk of my friend group, uh, which is out in, you know, here and there in the greater Vancouver area. So now to go anywhere, it's like an hour drive uh, to meet any of those guys. So definitely felt a little bit isolated um on christmas day i had plans to meet them but could not meet them because of weather and it just became too dangerous of a drive i mean on top of that there's a pandemic so like new year's plans all were canceled not that i would have made it out there anyways i think but yeah and it's strange I, i feel isolated but i've never yearned for more alone time than ever before wait i don't think that made sense grammatically but Yeah, I'm really, 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 really seeking, yearning for pure alone time. Something very similar to this, I think, where it's just silence. I think what I really need is silence. It's been very loud. Um, Yeah, it's just been very loud. Next question. Favorite place you visited this year? favorite place i well i mean the time of covid not many places to visit but in the summer when things were getting a little bit more relaxed uh girlfriend and i went to banff and we stayed there for like two nights i think it was pretty quick but it was very very nice it was fun um the weather wasn't the best because there were a whole bunch of wildfires so very foggy skies so we couldn't see all the views i guess because banff in the in the summer is quite beautiful but Still, it was a wonderful uh, getaway, and I think that would have to be my favorite place that I visited this year. Best dessert I tried this year? I don't know. I'm not really a dessert guy. I'm going to skip that. Most important lesson you learned? Oh, man. What did I learn this year? You know, there's probably a lot. I think it is because I ended 2021 and started 2022 on a low note because... I don't know, I've just been feeling very creatively dead and uninspired, um, very nihilistic, I would say, very borderline pessimistic, and just tired, just drained. So there's probably a lot of value to unpack from 2021, and I probably have learned a lot. Uh, like some, some things coming to mind, is, I think, is probably have learned a lot about myself right because i'm finally back into a spot and a place i think where i am doing a lot of self-reflection a lot of a lot of assessing and reassessing and trying to just learn what i can from it but again just not in the best headspace i think to access whatever the hell i learned and to be whatever next question most embarrassing moment of the year huh i don't know I don't, I probably do get embarrassed, but I also just don't really ruminate on it or hold it for too long. 
so much so that I mean I, I just have a horrendous memory. <laughs> so there's that. Um we're skipping that one too. But maybe you have thoughts. I don't know. Maybe you're thinking of a an embarrassing moment you had. Best advice I received this year. Fuck me. I'm not all these questions are, are very good questions, but I just can't think of anything. Best advice. I don't know. Skip. Well, we're, we skipped half the questions so far. Okay. One event that had a big impact on you. I already mentioned the fire thing. That's really thrown me off kilter, just completely off balance. And I'm still recovering from it. I think, okay, we can dive into that a little bit more. Because it's probably better for me to just get it off my chest and beat this dead horse until something better happens. I was very, very, very displeased, upset, and angry that I had to effectively been displaced. But then, ah, okay, there's a lot to actually unpack from this. Because that, that is something that I learned uh, when I was feeling much better, I think. is uh very grateful because there was terrible flooding in my city and a lot of people needed to evacuate uh, lost their properties lost a lot of valuable things to them i was not affected had i not moved i might have been affected so the blessing in disguise definitely was counting my blessings and trying my best not to 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 bitch about things but here i am bitching about things so this is a great reminder i'm, I'm glad i'm doing this because yeah it's one of those things i think where grass is greener on the other side it doesn't seem the most appropriate thing to think right now it's just more like i don't know be thankful for what you got right i was definitely hung up on the fact that this happened the day before i started my new job uh the fact that i'm all of a sudden was paying way more rent for a lot of space that i was happy about but it felt more like a decision that I was forced into rather than because of a lack of options and so on and so forth, rather than by choice. And it just, I don't know. And I was so unhappy in that building and the neighbors and uh, just, yeah, like everything about that building really stressed me out. It really just took a lot out of me that, um, yeah, I don't know. It kept snowballing, I think. Yeah, the other thing um friend is battling cancer and that also kind of we had that news the day before my practicum started so it's kind of all these things and then final exam season which is like the busiest time in my new job right now uh day before that started then my mom's losing sight in one eye so all these things is like the day before the next step i'm trying to take there's some sort of setback that i think has been a constant in my life and i don't know if that's just me being negative so on and so forth but i don't know it, i think even now like even if i were in a clearer headspace i think i would still think the same thing like this seems like an objective truth at this point maybe of course you know when you look back and everybody can say the same thing but I don't know. Yeah, any time that I think I'm taking a step forward, there's always something that, that pops off right before. And there's always something that I have to deal with, something that I have to overcome or whatnot. A very unfortunate times or like unfortunate timing. And I think individually, each thing is arguably not a big deal, I guess, but it accumulates, right? It, it really, I'm so tired. 
Next question. Favorite song of the year? Huh. I kind of went through a phase where I really was not listening to a lot of music at all. Recently, though, I've been getting back into listening to more R&B. Music Soulchild, uh, his songs have really been amazing. Don't Change by Music Soulchild. That song has been one of my favorites. Um, Oldie, I used to love that song. I just haven't listened to it in a while. Um, the other one was J. Cole. What was it? Jess. J. J. Jess. That's the J. The Jackie. Favorite series of the year? Um, probably talking about TV series. I don't watch TV, but podcasts. I've been listening to a lot of uh, JJ Reddick's podcast and uh, The Mismatch. And yeah, I don't know why I have this big love for NBA now that I never had before. Uh, even when I was working at an agency and our primary client was our clientele like included NBA and Nike. So even then, zero interest. And the second I quit that agency, I guess it just kind of stuck with me. And now I'm a big fan. So those podcasts, my favorite series of the year. Also Through the Wire. I really like that podcast too. Your favorite photo on your phone. Um, this one's actually pretty easy. There's a photo of Eugen, my girlfriend, not sleeping. She's like watching TV on the couch and she has like her... Uh, she just like, has her head on her arm. I, I don't know how to describe this. You know when you're like resting on your side and you use your arm as a pillow? That. And I don't know. It's just it's such a funny photo that always just makes me laugh no matter what time and what day I look at it. Not a photo, but also a video. She made me a video before she left to Korea. It was an animated one where she like drew frame by frame uh, using the iPad. And yeah, it was just kind of recounting our journey of how we met and so on. And it was so cute, so heartwarming, and I love it. Something that made you belly laugh this year. Actually, that photo. I don't know why. It just, she looks so funny in that photo. Made me belly laugh. The other thing, actually, for belly laugh was one of my friends uh, has been solo his entire life. Uh, never had a relationship. And none of us quite understood why. Finally got into a relationship. And it was such a joyous and hilarious I don't know, like just poking fun at him. And uh, I don't know, it's just so, it was very funny. It was, it was a great, great moment, I think. Just very wholesome as well, because we were all genuinely happy for him and hope that this relationship goes well. And if it doesn't, that he like learns from it and then can slowly get in the swing of things and find somebody who's really good for him. The best gift I received this year, again, that video that Eugen made for me. So easy. One new skill you learned. I don't know if I learned a new skill at all this year. I'm going to say I don't think I did learn a new skill this year. And I'm okay with that. Biggest problem you solved this year. I don't feel like answering that. Funniest thing that happened to you this year. Don't, I don't know. Your word of the year for next year. Hmm. I actually used to always have a word of the year. Now that I think about it. One year, I think it was 2015 to 2016, it was authenticity. I, that was my entire life. I just needed to adhere to that word and just make sure that that was true uh, in everything that I did. Other than that, I don't think I had another word. Or even if I did, it's just none of them have stuck with me. It was just that one year because I think that really shaped uh, a lot of my personality today uh, was focusing on being authentic. So word of the year for next year... I had to choose one, I think. I just want to be consistent. I think I really wanted to get this, um, put my head down and just keep grinding and just keep going. I want to grow the YouTube channel. Um, I want to 
keep doing this podcasting stuff not really so much to create and have a podcast but it's just really necessary i think for me uh, even just today's couple questions and just getting me thinking getting me reflecting but also bringing me back i think to a much better headspace i think i want to be creative maybe that's the word yeah creative over consistent really being creative nourishes my soul as stupid and weird and cheesy as that sounds i I really do think that's a big part of my identity um like i don't know much of pop culture i don't know much of (sighs) movies and like all the the staples right the culture and like sure i feel uncultured but i don't care because i can i've used that time instead to make my own shit and whether or not that shit is valuable to anybody else it doesn't really matter to me because i think it's shaped me it helps me um i don't know i want to be creative that's my word the place you want to visit next year meh one new skill you want to learn next year hmm ah nah your number one goal for the next year get through it advice you want to give yourself for next year um i really want to find optimism i do think that i've it's become an underrated thing in my life. I have associated optimism with being naive and being shallow, short-sighted. Uh, yeah, like maybe not to that extent, but I think subconsciously it's there. I feel it. And pessimism has really, really taken too much of my headspace, I think, um, and has been very closely tied with the word realism. And I don't think that's healthy and I don't think that's accurate either. So yeah bringing a little bit of optimism back onto the table, redefining what I really think realism is. But I don't know. So it, it's, it's difficult because a lot of it comes from just observing how culture is moving, how society is moving and developing. Uh, and I really question a lot of what is human nature, what is social, uh, I don't know, like the social behavior patterns, behavioral patterns of humans has been very disappointing no matter what point in history whether it's present day or i don't know millennia ago maybe and a little bit too much but centuries ago there's a lot of parallel and it makes you question like where are we headed what are we doing what are we learning as a species or is this just ingrained in what we what has set us up for survival up until now right the human race and i don't know existential questions like that can really i think uh break a person down but it's also kind of undeniable when you're looking at how things are so a little bit of optimism a little bit of maybe yeah being a little bit naive is is more important for me in this next year something you want to do for someone next year i want to keep that a secret actually because that person might be listening so um that's it that is the last question uh on this list wow we went through 24 conversation starters i think i rushed through that the end there uh if you are listening thank you for listening and we'll see what happens with this podcasting thing this year i really do want to get back into that other podcast so i guess this ties into an earlier question it's difficult because it's so dependent on on the guests to come up with the letter and i'm asking people to write letters to that are very difficult to write um i myself i don't think i could uh bang one out anytime soon i think it it would be a very long and drawn out process i don't know those are things i don't want to pressure people into but i do hope 
that that project continues and that we get a lot of more beautiful moments i think i think that's what i really liked about that podcast framework is that it just led to a lot of beauty and i think beauty um motivates me to seek more out of life and hopefully we get that this year i don't know we'll see um thank you for listening have a wonderful week day whatever evening be healthy safe bye